0: I don't step aside. I sit down because I'm fat and I need to rest my legs. Everybody, <laughs> pile on into Mackie's clubhouse. <laughs> this is Kevin. Um house party. <laughs> yeah. Definitely house party. <laughs> is
1: that song in there?
0: <laughs> sure. <ready> for this. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch house party, apparently. I've been missing out. This
1: movie makes House Party Two look like House Party Three, House Party Four. Shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um. So, Season Four, Episode Six, Jank, Insurgents.
0: Yeah. And it's spelled like one of
1: stupid Y A movies. It's spelled like the like the people insurgents, not like the 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 act of or the movement of insurgents. <laughs> It's E N T S as opposed to like E N C E. Yeah. People yeah. who insurg. Yes. Not
0: the act of insurging.
1: Right. There you go. <laughs> uh, original air date four nineteen oh five. Oh, everybody was four twenty pre party. The question is wah, 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 on house party. <laughs> Directed by yeah. Vondi Curtis Hall. That's a name. Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> I was like,
0: what? yeah, that is definitely new.
1: Who the fuck is ha- uh, Vondy Curtis Hall? Um, so I went through. Oh, he, he directed like an episode fire. of this, an episode of that. But you know what he did direct? Jank. Glitter. What's
0: that? Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I guess someone right. had to. This guy yeah. looks familiar. I've definitely seen well, him. You acting might know in him some... as. Um, he's in Coming
1: to America. Do you ever see Coming to America?
0: Yeah.
1: You remember Been when they're, while,
0: yeah.
1: remember when they're uh, at the basketball game and the and the beer vendor sees Eddie Murphy there and he's like, oh, my king. Oh, let me get a picture or whatever. Do you remember that scene? I, he's the best yes. beer vendor guy.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he was in Falling Down. Yeah, I don't know who he was. Yeah. I,
1: in a very long he
0: time. He was like the crazy guy in the street who was like yelling about being not ec- economically viable and uh, he gets yeah, taken his, away by the, the movie, police, is, I think. Like,
1: if you look up his IMDB yeah. credit, he's not economically viable in falling
0: down. <laughs> yep. That's his credit. And I yeah. got like, a weird credit. That- to- oh, he was Ben Urich on the fucking Daredevil show. Look at that. Ben Urich. Yeah, the reporter guy who he was in the first season, remember?
1: Not really.
0: I will take your word. You haven't heard, but he was the one who like died at the end of the first season. And that's why uh Karen Page all of a sudden became a reporter for, for um, some weird reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, that kinda of, yeah, she that went from weird. secretary to like running the newspaper in like fifteen minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a yeah. weird promotion. She's, like a, yeah, she's yeah. like a secretary at Murdoch and you know at a law firm, and all of a sudden, with no press experience whatsoever, she's writing for this
1: newspaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a weird transition. Just all of a sudden, like, hey, what's your dream job? You can have it. And, you know, oh, I always wanted to. write yeah. for the paper. And it's like, all right, you write for the paper now. <laughs>
0: um, very... who was this episode? This one was written by some newbies. Uh, we got, it's a tag team family. Elizabeth Craft and Sarah Fane, who I guess must have come on this season. But I did notice that they're also listed as producers, like co-producers. So I don't know what the fuck they did to get such lofty uh, titles already. <laughs> but they just came into a show. K. Uh see. Oh, okay. I see her. I'm looking yeah. her up. All it's right. Craft and Sarah Fane. So... This is their Sarah? first episode, I do believe. A lot of newbies on this one.
1: Yeah. You just want balls out on this one. Yeah.
0: Like, we got to mix things up after this many seasons. How do you spell I think their other, there are other uh, lady writer, Kim Clements, I think she's gone, because I haven't seen anything done by her this, this whole season.
1: <laughs> oh, I see.
0: Um, Sarah Fain with an H, and then the last name is F-A-I-N.
1: Oh, Fain. All right, yeah okay i see all right (laughs) all right i like to see who i'm uh, you know when we see people you know or when we hear new names i like to look them up to see who who's doing what around here sure it looks like
0: there's a lot of pictures of them together so they must have been a writing team for a bunch of things
1: or maybe they were partners yeah it's certainly possible yeah it seems like they might have been yeah, it kind of looks like that. Yeah, I can see that. All right, so um, <clears throat> this episode starts off. They're in an auction jank. All this Uh-oh. shit, season bars like and houses and vases and whatever, whatever. They're selling this shit now. Yeah, Chumley's there. Yeah, and he's like, uh, <laughs> uh what? Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Glenn Close, she's pretty pleased with herself. You can tell. She's got a, she's got like a big grin on her face and shit. She's kind of giving like uh, Anthony Anderson the finger. She's like, oh, yeah, suck on this, <laughs> Antoine Mitchell. I'm selling all your bullshit. Fuck you. Yep. She's almost kind of – Tons of money off She's almost,
0: know, Kind of, I guess so. She's almost evil about it. Like she's reveling in this. <laughs> yeah. I can't blame her. Like you wanna shut down these fucking assholes like Antoine Mitchell. Especially who was like talking shit about her her old partner that's now dead. Like you can see why she's got an axe to grind with this guy.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, Shane and Army speaking of uh Anthony Anderson, Shane and Army are they're with him right now. And he he's sending them on a mission to like go bust a guy or th- Basically,
0: he wants them to steal
1: like half of his drugs.
0: Yeah. There's uh, like some Chinese heroin dealer that Antoine tips him off to, and he's like, "Uh, For telling you this, I want half of his drugs. (laughs) So you better come back with that, or else you know what? That little girl's body's going to show up. And Army's all like, kind of like, fuck you. And then Shane's like, yeah, yeah,
1: I'll I'll text you when I have it. You want to slick your balls, Daddy? Yeah. (laughs) You want me to? Um. Glenn Close tells the squad that they raised $900,000 at the auction. They have injunctions yeah. on all the one-niners. So basically, if you see more than one one-niner somewhere, it's a crime at this point.
0: Yep. Probably wasn't very smart of them to let them take all those pictures. <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't. And I don't remember like what what she describes it as. She says something. It's like, oh, it's, you know. You know cohorts or something. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, uh, gang
0: congregating, congregating
1: or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you can't you can't have two one niners. That's all it comes down to. No two. No. One- uh yeah. left are from him now. Glenn close that they can't find Angie. He can't find her. Normally this girl bugs him. You know, you know, eighteen times a day. The mom, blah blah blah. He hasn't heard shit from this girl in a couple of days, and he's he's worried about it. Um. Yeah, and he-
0: he kind of asks, like, hey, maybe Antoine Mitchell had something to do with this. And, uh, like, as soon as Glenn Close leaves, like, Vic's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, don't be asking questions like that. You know, Ant, like, we got to keep, keep Shane clear of this whole shit. You keep yeah. asking the boss about this is only going <clears> to <throat> cause trouble.
1: So, yeah, Lem, Lem's like, I think Shane's behind all this shit. And Vic's like, no fucking way. And that's where we get the theme songs, like, Papa, 525. It's an early one this time. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's early Because there was no
0: commercials? <laughs> no commercials, no. No,
1: but after the theme song, they always run a commercial break, but that's all right. <laughs>
0: um, so then they go to serve the injunctions to the one-niners. Um, they're giving some out, like Danny and Julian are giving some out, and they're just like, yeah, you guys can't fucking be seen together anymore, or else you're all going county. The one guy's like, well, this guy's my brother, like, we can't even hang out? And they're like, nope. <laughs> According to the court, you're a one-nighter first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would imagine, like, they could hang out inside, you know, at someone's house. Who's going to fucking know? Yeah. So then Vic and Ronnie, they
1: go into this bar to bust some people, and they, they, they come across, like, this undercover DEA
0: agent. Yeah. I can't remember. This is cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Like, Vic's kind of, you know... He's got him down against the bar, and the guy kind of whispers to him like, "Hey, I'm DEA. Don't fuck. Don't do this. You're gonna fuck up my bust." And they're like, "Oh shit!" And then like Ronnie kind of pulls the gun on him because he doesn't fucking know. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, Vic kind of has to keep him from getting shot. Yeah. Ronnie has no
1: idea what's going on. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh fucking Vic's kid and shit. I don't know who
0: gives a fuck. Um. <laughs> let's see. Vic? Yeah, I think that's a little bit later, but they bring that DEA aging to the to the barn um they run his credentials and shit he looks legit so they get his boss down there and his boss is just being a pain in the dick he doesn't want to work with them he's like we're you know they're kind of laying it out to him like hey we want to go after the one niners and their drug trade too i know that's what you guys are in town doing so why don't we work together this guy's like ah you guys suck you don't even have lights that work (laughs) you fucking hicks (laughs) <laughs> well, basically,
1: yeah, they don't have lights that work at, at that particular moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, Glenn Close is like fixing the barn up right now with all of this money yeah. that's going in and shit. So I never work. noticed
0: that the lights didn't work in the past. <laughs> well, when
1: he says that, though, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe <laughs> yeah.
0: Every other episode, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Maybe ergonomic light. I don't know if there's such a thing, but
0: whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe some black lights. See where all the stains are.
1: Uh, so basically, the next scene is where Vic's kid shows up and the nanny has to leave. Her Her daughter's having a baby or something. She's got to go. Um, yeah.
0: Who gives a shit? But Cassidy her? is apparently sick again. Like, she was just sick at the beginning of the season. <laughs> and Vic was like, oh, no, that's fine now. she's She's all good. Yeah. How many times does this kid get sick in man, a month? Fucking
1: kids, man. Um,. <laughs> So Shane and Army, they're back with uh, Anthony Anderson again, and Shane gives him like the 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 what does he call it? China White, whatever that is. Yeah, China White is. I'm guessing it's, that's
0: it's it. a helper because Anthony Anderson doesn't want to touch it.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't touch that shit. Yeah, Helpern. like, Halpern looks familiar to me, but I can't figure out what I would know him from. I even looked him up, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I saw that, and I saw this, and I saw that, but I don't necessarily remember that guy.
0: So, I don't know, but he, I don't know. It might be from this. Like, I definitely remember him from this, even when I, you know, if I saw him somewhere else, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Halpern.
1: But this whole scene, Anthony Anderson just owned Shane.
0: It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, they kind of mentioned to him that, uh, they're looking into this guy, Spider, and, uh, Antoine's like, oh, yeah, if you're looking at him, this other guy, Berdice, might come up, so you better shut that shit down, too.
1: Yeah, so what was he saying there, like, kill Berdice?
0: Um, I don't know if he was saying to kill him, per se, but just make sure, you know, they shut that shit down somehow. Yeah. Like if if you arrest him, make sure he doesn't say anything about me, <laughs> or he doesn't give up anything.
1: Um. So they raid spiders. They find a bunch of drugs and money at his place. Like he's a, like I don't know if it's like a what is it a chop shop an auto garage I don't know what the hell he what he. Oh
0: set up yeah. There. Well, they found out that the. The One Niners are getting their heroin by trading stolen cars to the El Salvadorans. Oh, that's right. Um, that's where the drugs are coming from. Like, even though it's grown in Mexico, it's getting imported through El Salvador. And Antoine made a whole bunch of connections with the El Salvadorans while he was in prison, I guess. So that's how this whole deal got going. But so they're selling these these uh, the stolen cars for these drugs. But also, there's a bunch of handguns in the in the trunk too, because I guess you can't get those in El Salvador. Like, it's all machine guns? I believe. I think I, that's I what happened. It was all... very complicated. And, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it was delivered by my army, who I couldn't understand half the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was a couple lines in this episode where I was like, I don't know what they're saying. I rewound it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what they're saying.
0: Yeah. There's I can't a line figure with... this out.
1: There's a line with Lem, the, the scene where Lem and Shane kind of get into it. Lem says something. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I rewound it like three times. I still don't
0: know what he said. <laughs> um, so. Oh, but the cool thing here is they do find like a bunch of money in the trunk, too. And uh, you can see Shane's like, oh, yeah, we're getting some money out of this. And Vic just zips it up and closes the trunk. He's like, yeah, nope, this money's going in. <laughs>
1: yep, Because he really has
0: tried to change
1: either that or he does—he doesn't trust Shane. Well, that too, but that's also <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Uh, Claudette is pissed at Dutch because she, she figured yeah. out like he ran her out to the to the DA, so she's barely talking to him, and that—that—that's the whole thing going on with this episode is those two trying to like, she'll talk to him like case related, but she won't say anything else to him. She's pissed at him. So they get this case where there's a
0: dead Yeah, woman. but it, it definitely, I feel like it could have been icier. Like, she is talking to him about the case and stuff. And even, like, she'll be, like, in the middle of talking to him pretty normally. And he'll be like, is this how it's going to be forever? Like, oh, you're a little oversensitive here, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's I, not being that I, bad.
1: Right. I guarantee, yeah, like, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's not like she's like, oh, would you watch on TV last night? But she's also not just like, yes, no yes right like yeah i hear you yeah <laughs> she is i don't know she's chatting with him she's cordial she's yeah it all on a professional basis yeah
0: which she's never been like the chatty type anyway no she's not she chatty knows. at all don't ask her questions and he's just like no 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 i'm not telling you about my life
1: yeah she don't talk about herself but they get this case where there's this dead woman in this alley, and the dude ends up moving the body, but he chalk outlines it. And then he chalk outlines her purse because he had to move the yeah.
0: <laughs> he, said he. I always the love body. when they have these kind of things where it's just like dumb witnesses or bystanders where they're just doing stupid shit. It's so good.
1: He said he had to move the body because, like, uh, oh, people fly through this alley. She would have been just squashed like a pancake. And then, like, they cut to, like, the next, like, little thing, and it, it's Claudette, like, looking down at a chalk outline of where a purse was one at one time.
0: <laughs> and she's like,
1: oh, well, what's up with this? And he's like, uh, yeah, I had to move her purse, too. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, was that going to get her on the dumpster? Yeah. So, you
0: know, <laughs> you want to crush a dead woman's birth control pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glenn Close wants Julian to be more involved with the community and shit. He don't know what's going on. He don't know what yeah, he he's kind of complaining. He's like, ah, I don't, I don't know about these seizures anymore. Like, I know I talked a good game at that meeting last week, but it's starting to seem like it's a bad idea. Yeah, he's not happy. Uh, yeah, he's he's having a hard time. Chocolate. Um <laughs> He's usually so well adjusted. Vic and his
1: crew they raid. Uh, they raid where Spider was dropping off the drugs like the night before. He's like, oh, I dropped him off at this warehouse or whatever. Watch out for the dogs and they got guns and shit. But when they bust in, there's nobody there. Nope. Everything okay. fuck out. All cleaned out. So Vic goes and gets him out of the van like
0: he's in the, like, you know, with the federal, you know, with the um, yeah, the DEA guys. And the yeah. DEA guy is fucking pissed. He's like, this is why we don't work with like local cops like you, because this shit happens. Somebody leaked this shit. So before he can like, storm off, Vic goes and grabs this spider guy. And he opens the back door
1: and grabs him. He's like, I need this guy for a minute. And like, the DEI, DEA <laughs> guy in the van is like,
0: uh, all right. <laughs> Seems okay. good. Yeah, all right, man. Sounds <laughs> That's That's credible.
1: Yeah, okay. Like, all right, well, now I know. You can just open a van and take people out if I need. It's <laughs> um, a badge. But Spider, or whatever, tells him about this church.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Birdie's apparently is pretending he's, like, all religious and going to this church all the time and sneak, sneaking the drugs in there and storing them somewhere. They're not sure where, but, he, you know, he stores it there and then comes out with it later on. Yeah. So they know somewhere in this church there's a bunch of drugs.
1: Glenn Close is pissed off at Vic at this point, Jank, because that girl's still missing. They didn't get nothing good from Spider. Both of these were his fucking operations, and they're both going to shit, and she's talking about, like, how, like, the shit's falling through the cracks. is gonna rise up at the end. It's gonna bite everybody in the ass and stuff. You better, like, straighten your ass out, basically.
0: Yep. Um um dutch and claudette their case they're trying to figure out who killed that lady they kind of get claudette comes in with a suspect who is uh, a guy from texas who is now relocated to california and uh apparently they wanted real bad in texas for a couple of murders of like young black women uh, and, and so they're kind of like well this cop over in texas really really thinks this guy could be our suspect so i'm gonna talk to him and stuff like that so he she interviews this cleavon guy Clevon Gardner. Um, he's just kind of very cocky and is just like, oh, yeah, you know, they're just, they're out to get me just because I made some comment about he didn't know how to, how to fuck his wife and shit like that. But Claude I can feel it like, oh, yeah, this guy's, something's up with this guy.
1: But they got nothing on him, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it turns out he was not the one who did this crime. So this is kind of a different way to go about a serial killer thing where it's like, They know this guy is a serial killer. The only crimes he's committed are in another state, and they couldn't get him for it. So they're just kind of like, well, we can't do anything because he hasn't done anything yet here. So, like, it's just kind of going to be an ongoing thing where it's like, can they get this guy or not?
1: This is another one of those scenes like you mentioned a couple minutes ago where, like, uh, Claudette says something like, oh. Oh, we got a suspect, but no victims. That that rarely happens. And then Dutch is like, you going to be like this the whole time and just ignore me? It's like, I'm pretty yeah. sure she's talking to you right there, buddy. Like, she just made a joke. It seemed pretty friendly. Yeah, yeah very friendly. <laughs> she bust, she's busting a joke out. She doesn't bust jokes
0: out too often. I don't know. Like, yo, know, has she ever just like in the middle of talking about the case, just all of a sudden been like, oh, hey, how's yeah. your day?
1: I hear you. <laughs> I don't um, think that, that happens. So, Glenn Close, everybody's going to this church because they they get you know intel that uh, they're in, they're uh, storing drugs at this church. So, Glenn Close goes. She talks to the priest. She's like, "Listen, here's what's going on. Couple of your guys." uh we think they're importing your dr- drugs into here and then you know and he's like "Why? that's not happening she's like you you probably don't know anything about it but it's happening where are these three guys and she's like oh they were just in the kitchen making sandwiches and shit um so then verdi shows up in his beamer or whatever but like Army tips yeah. him off, like, He's kind of like, get the hell out of here, get the hell out of here. But then he runs into him. I, I I didn't get that. Explain that to me.
0: Why does he? <laughs> I, I don't know how Bernice the... even saw that. Like, how does he see like Ar- Army doing some weird thing with his hand? Like, yeah, it wasn't even like he was doing a huge motion. It was just kind of like a tap against his forehead.
1: Yes, and his eyes yeah. open real wide. But like he's he's in yeah. a car. You're in a car. There's windshields. There's you know fifty feet between you. No way he picks up on that. But what I'm saying is, is why does he tip him off to leave but then stop him from leaving?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm guessing maybe then once it started, he's like, oh, shit. Like, now I'm going to be in trouble if they figure out why. Um, but yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then they're all like mad at him. Like, wouldn't you want to stop him from leaving? Wasn't that the point of this? Yeah, I thought so. What were they going to do? Just follow him and hope? They lead him to more drugs, even though all the drugs are in the church. I don't get it. So, uh... If they hit him, and they pull him out of the car, and they're like, hey, don't say anything about Antoine. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah, before, yeah. For the rest of the cops later on. Yeah, that comes up later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Claudette brings Dutch into her interview room. She's still real pissed at him and shit at this point. And... Yes. So, but then... Dutch definitely like, it's definitely like,
0: creepy. they like, what do you do with your time? he's just like, people watch. Yeah, people watch. <laughs> it's like, even if that's just what you do, you shouldn't say that in a fucking interrogation.
1: No, no, you should just be like, oh, I just... Dude, <laughs> I like to jerk off and stuff. <laughs> yep. In the living room. Um... Dutch I'm takes didn't see me. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, once again, we're back to the. <laughs> um, Dutch <laughs> takes Vic's right, kid over to Corinne uh, because Vic yeah, drops her off the hospital. Ker, or Cassidy in. I don't know if I, we talked about this, but I don't know she's sick or whatever. But we, yeah, we, we talked about this. Right, the the, the, the nanny had to go because her daughter was having a kid. Well. She wants to go see the mom, so Dutch takes her over there. And then Dutch asks,
0: Well, I called a backup sitter, uh, but the backup sitter got stuck in traffic or tire blew or, or something, I guess. So the kid was just in the, at the police station like all day. So Dutch eventually was like, All right, I'm gonna take her over to her mom,
1: yeah. And then he asked her out, and yeah, he sure Prince did. All like, uh, <laughs> uh, I already dated a cop,
0: but I'm good. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you know, what she tells him. She's like, you work with Vic? That's weird. He's like, oh, we never even see each other. Full of fucking shit. Yeah. This is a this is a ballsy move by Dutch. It real. You do not want to piss Vic Mackey off. But he is Yeah, we don't want to try to, like to move in on his ass watch. Yeah, not at all. So That's we're back to the church at
1: this point, Jank, and the priest doesn't want to let anybody in, so they're gonna break in. And Julian's like, "I'm not doing this. I'm not breaking into shit." So Glenn yeah. Close like, "Well, then go stand over there with your partner." And, and
0: Danny's all <laughs> like, "Why? You're fucking, you're fucking both of us here, you know?" But no, pretty I, much put, she like puts both of them in the back of the building. <laughs> you're like you guys go in the rear. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. see you. It's it's weird, um, yeah. So the dude runs. So they get into the church, yeah. Dude ends and, up running. And uh, they're looking for the drugs. The canine units are not there, so they're just kind of doing it by hand. And uh, our, Shane and Army are just kind of like, hey, we should probably find the, be the ones who find these drugs, or else everyone's gonna think we're Antoine's butt buddies. Um, so <laughs> we better find this shit. And uh, so they come in with a, a receipt. Or like paperwork from customs showing that this church is importing their candles from El Salvador, and they're like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. So Vic goes into the room where they got they're storing all the candles, and he busts one of them open, and bang, right in the middle, bunch of drugs.
1: Well, it's good too because he busts one in half, and there's nothing. It's just a fucking candle. And then he busts, yeah. like, the, the piece that's left over in half again, and then, oh, it's 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 hollowed out, and there's a big bag in there. Yeah. I like a big bag. Oh, shit, son. Uh-oh. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, <laughs> so, we get back to the station. Lem tells Vic that Angie's mom had, like, $500 worth of fucking heroin in her. This is a woman that, like was barely able to scrape together enough to get a dime bag, so you know it, it looks kind of suspicious. And then uh,
0: you know. Yeah, I wonder like did she actually OD or did they like inject her with all this heroin just to make sure? Because you think she would be smart enough to know that not to do all of it in once. Oh no! <laughs> doing this her entire She okay.
1: definitely, they definitely OD'd her.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was like payback for the kid telling on him and shit. hmm That's my guess. Um, yeah, I agree.
0: Where are we at? Dutch and Claudette interview uh, uh, then, Yeah. They also interviewed uh, the girl's boyfriend, who <laughs> was this big fat guy. He was good. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, they. Um, and then they interviewed this coworker guy
1: who yeah. was apparently
0: stealing DVD players and Xboxes and like selling them on the side. And uh, Rain was gonna rat him out. That's the girl, I guess, who's dead. Um, so they kind of figure out that he was the one who killed her.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's very like on the nose with the you know parallels between this case and uh, Claudette and Dutch's relationship. Where it's just yeah. like, oh, she tried to pull the moral high ground stuff on you, huh?
1: Yeah, Dutch is talking to this guy, you know, but he's definitely referring to his relationship with Claudette through this dude. It's, it's a
0: good Which scene. If he's trying to, like, fix up that relationship, this is probably a bad idea. <laughs> to be like, yeah, rubbing it in her, like, you know, rubbing this thing in her face, saying that stuff in front of her, it's not going to help the situation any.
1: Um... We get a scene where Glenn Close tells Julian, like, listen, man, if you're not on board with this, you got to get the fuck out of here.
0: Like, it's yeah. one or the other. Are put you in for or, a transfer.
1: Yeah, put in for a transfer or get on board with, with what I'm doing here. But there's no in between that right now. You're either with me yeah. or against me. And if you're against me, get the fuck out of here. Right? <laughs> I, I like Pretty it, great." She's no like she. She's very loyal to her people, but she's also no bullshit either, man. Mm-hmm. Like she lets very you know where much.
0: you stand with her so far. Um, uh, Vic goes to the hospital, and they get in a fight about the whole fucking Cassidy thing, and Cassidy kind of wants to go stay with the mom. He's like, "No, no you're coming with me." Yeah. So that may be coming to an end. I honestly don't remember. if she's gonna go back living with the mom you know like next episode or something maybe Vic uh,
1: interviews that Vardis guy he tries to find out like he wants to know what Shane and Army said to him when they pulled him out of the car and he's like yeah nothing whatever like just put your hands on your head or whatever yeah yeah, he ain't saying nothing (laughs) nothing at all nope
0: um then Vic kind of gets into it with Dutch. He's yelling at him for making him look like an asshole to his, his ex yeah. wife by taking Cassidy to the hospital. And Dutch is like, yeah, I don't think she needs my help for that.
1: No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we got Shane and Anthony Anderson have another confrontation. And Shane's like, listen, you either tell me what the fuck's going on so I can fucking watch out for you or just fuck off. Because I can't I can't do what you want me to do. If you're not telling me what the fuck you're up to. Yeah. I can't protect shit.
0: I don't know about.
1: Yeah. And Anthony Anderson is like, Oh, I'll think about it. I'll let you know.
0: Um, Shane knows Yeah. They're driving away and army is like all nervous. He's like, what the fuck are we going to do? And Shane's just like, Oh, I can handle this. Like, this ain't that bad. Like I've handled guys like this before. And I'm, He's just like, yeah, you or Vic Mackey? Like, which one? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you know shit. He's starting to see through Shane's bullshit. Yeah, I, I think Army's starting to
1: realize, like, oh my god, I'm, I'm way too deep with <laughs> fucking moron at the backed the
0: wrong horse. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Close is having a press conference about the uh, seizures and shit. The media starts asking questions about, like, them in church and do you think that looks good for your department and stuff and you know it's it's kind of a rough press conference and shit and then afterwards she confronts Vic about the leak she knows mm-hmm. it's Shane or Army she knows
0: it's those two she wants yeah, Vic she's certainly suspicious. To tell her to it it's Shane
1: else. or Army
0: it was kind of cool earlier in this episode where uh, at one point they're going after I think trying to go to the church and they're like let's keep this contained just you know you me ronnie shane and army no that's one else will know so that's that's how they're keeping it shane from being able to go and tell antoine yeah exactly he's like because then they'll definitely know it was you you yep. know the very small list of suspects at that point so he did not that's why he didn't call him then so at least there is still some wiggle room like people obviously it kind of looks suspicious that it might be army you know, she's like, Well, you vouch for Shane, but army, like, what do we know about this kid? And and, and Vic's like, I think he's a good guy and he's she's like,
1: I don't I don't care what you think. What the fuck do you know? And he's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Why are you busting my fucking balls? And she's kinda like, Listen dude, if you can't take scrutiny and shit, you gotta fucking step aside. I need somebody that can fucking just, you know, do this job basically.
0: It's pretty good. He's in a shitty situation where he's just like, Oh, I gotta protect this guy yeah, if I don't. I'm gonna go down, but I fucking know exactly where the leak is. I just can't do anything about it. Um,
1: so we get a scene outside. This is where Lem attacks Shane. They're out in the parking lot. Um, Lem, like, you know, he 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 like he knows Shane's responsible for Angie being dead.
0: Yeah, he's not subtle either. Like, this is the police parking lot. Yeah, you probably not be yelling about it, like, "Hey, you killed this kid." <laughs> and the best part is, is like, Army
1: tries to get involved, and Lem with one arm just kind of throws him about seven feet across the parking <laughs> lot, and it's awesome. He's like the Incredible Hulk. He is like, He's yeah, you do with Lem. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> fuck with Lem. He would snap nope. Shane in half. Like Shane, if Shane's Batman, Lem is definitely Bane. Oh fuck yeah! Breaks him right over his fucking knee. It's no problem at all. <laughs> it's,
0: it's an awesome. Shane's story. like Robin compared to Batman. He, he just get even. I don't know. It would, his knee would go right through his entire body. I think <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> he could break his
1: spine and
0: you know knee him in the jaw
1: in the same motion. <laughs> yeah. But basically, Lem's like, I know you're. I know you're in bed with fucking Anthony Anderson. I know you are.
0: Yeah, he's like I can tell when you're lying and shit. But Shane's like I didn't kill her and like I didn't give her over to Antoine, which is all true. Um, but but, he but knows. yeah, he definitely knows, he knows more. more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he knows exactly where the girl is, or well, not exactly, but he knows what happened. Yeah, he ain't saying.
1: He knows she's dead. Yep. He's kind of, you know, I don't know. She's so shifty, but he denies everything. Yeah. Um, we get a scene where Julian. Yeah. Wait, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Uh, we get a scene with Julian. He called Aceveda apparently. This is the first time I think we see Aceveda in this episode. And um, mm-hmm. he basically wants Aceveda to step in and stop Glenn Close with all these seizures and shit. Because Julian's not down. He's basically like, "Oh, your new policy is kind of like." You're guilty until proven innocent. He's like, by the time he's like, most people, you know, most people that this policy affects, they don't have the kind of money it takes to get a lawyer to prove they're innocent and shit. So you're going to take their cars and their houses from them. So Julian ain't into any of this. So he calls Aceveda like, hey, listen, you got to like help me out here and fucking, uh, you know, step in and get this policy reversed. And Acevedo's all like, you know, last time you asked me to step in, you fucking left me hanging out in the wind, you douche. And he's <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to do that this time, though. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm a different man now. Yeah, I'm different. Everyone already knows about my past indiscretions with men, but not my future ones. And then he gets on his knees under the table and starts blowing on Acevedo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Acevedo's like,
1: oh, this is what it's like on that other side of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we get a scene with Lamb where he's like maybe he's starting to accuse Vic of maybe being in bed with Shane and Antoine Anderson too because (laughs) Antoine Anderson you can buy them now (laughs) I am now Um, (laughs) because Vic won't condemn
0: Shane (laughs) per se so, Lemp, like, well, then, like... He's still trying to keep Shane close, so he's like, this is suspicious. You're probably in with it, you know, and it, just as deep as he is.
1: Yeah. And he's like, listen,
0: then I went back
1: in, so I can keep an eye, basically, on what's going on and shit
0: around here. Yeah. And, uh, so they, they kind of have to assuage his fears that they're in bed with Shane, so Ronnie goes and gets a very special tape, this time it's not, um, you know, from uh, Dutch's car of him singing. This is uh, – they apparently put a camera inside of Shane's car. Now, like, that's how we knew that you got into it with Shane. We saw it, you know, on the camera and stuff like that. Um, and basically as soon as they drove off, it shows Shane and Army talking in the car about, oh, yeah, you know, I used to be tied with that guy. That was a lifetime ago and shit like that. And uh, he's like, we're going to find that little girl. Or What does he say exactly? Something like – yeah, but the, they basically mentioned, you know, he's got it under control, and, you know, not to worry, and he might—they meant kind of lets on that, oh, yeah, they definitely know what happened to that girl. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the important part. And uh, so they turn the tape off, and it's a very, it's a great ending line where Vic's just like, it's not about protecting Shane anymore, it's about stopping him. Yeah. You are like, oh, shit. Now it's okay. officially like... Vic versus Shane. Yeah. Dun dun dun. That's where we it's end. So good. Like these last couple episodes have been great. Like uh, you know, cliffhanger type things where you're just like, oh shit, I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, they have been good. Yeah, this has been yeah, a very. Yeah, they're really piece. mastering that.
1: Mm-hmm. Like season one and two, they had like there's magnificent episodes and then there's some downers. But season three was solid the whole way through. Season four, so far, we're only, you know, halfway through, almost.
0: All good, though. Out of the first six, yeah. all good. It should, I think, it, I, I want to say it, contain, it maintains this level of goodness. Uh, because it's following the same storyline pretty much the rest of the season. It's all, all stuff with Antoine Mitchell and stuff like that. So all right. if you like where it's been so far, I think you'll, you'll still enjoy where it's going.
1: I'm interested. All right. Yeah, so that's where we end. I went eight and a half out of ten. I gave it a half.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Not it quite as awesome as last, last Very good. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, let's do some best quotes.
1: Uh, well, you got a couple of mine right off the bat. You just did the, uh, it's not about protecting Shane anymore. It's about stopping him. And then I don't step aside, I step up. I had both of those. That was how you kind of left off the show. You went off the show with I don't step aside, I step up.
0: That's what makes him Vic Mackey. And what makes uh-huh. me not Vic Mackey. <laughs> I don't step up to anything.
1: Um. Well, you mentioned this one, too. But there, there's... uh. When, when Vic confronts Dutch about him taking the kid over to the hospital, Vic's like, you can't take a joke, so you try to make me look like a prick in front of my ex. And then Dutch is like, I'm sure your ex doesn't need any help from me seeing what kind of a prick you are. And then Vic's <laughs> going to go like, I don't know if he's going to take a like take a lunge at him, or but then Glenn Close comes in right there and she's like, Hey, listen, well, what did you find out from so-and-so? And she's like, and Vic's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, go find out. Like, what did Lem say? He's like, I haven't seen Lem. He's like, well, go fucking find Lem then. And she
0: kind of diffuses it. Yeah. Very slick on her part. Yeah. It's very good though. Yep. uh, uh-huh. I like when they're serving the injunctions, and uh, the one guy's like, "I can't even hang out with my brother anymore," and Julian's like, "He your real brother?" and the, the brother's just like, "Yeah, like we came out the same vagina." <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. And that's when Danny's like, "Well, according to the courts, you're you guys are one niner's first. hmm Um, when Dutch and Claudette are interviewing the coworker guy about why he killed that girl, <laughs> and, and he's like. One thing I hate is a self-righteous bitch. And then Dutch is like, yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Yep. He's definitely, you know, he's referring to Claudette throughout this in, entire interview. It's
0: pretty funny. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're trying to make, make nice with this lady again, you probably should avoid things like that.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: <laughs>
1: but keep in mind, too, once again you know, she kind of dicked him off. Like she's fucking killing him off a little bit just because of pride.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he could just, if it would work as easily where, you know, she could have just apologized. Maybe if he just apologizes, then they can move the fuck along. Yeah. go. What else you got? <laughs> um, Let's see. I've got, oh, when they're serving the injunctions and they're like, Vic says, from now on, a cop sees you so much as playing with your own dicks in this, same room, you're going to county,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a good one.
0: Um, uh, I like, I like when the uh, the they're interviewing the girl's boyfriend that, uh, that that guy, and he's just like, Did you read that shit I wrote about her doing a collage for her birthday? What kind of grown ass man does collages and kills his <laughs> woman?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, You read this? He's like, Come on, I don't know where she hid that shit.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: At the in the very like beginning of the episode with Shane and Army with Antoine Mitchell, and he's like, "Go get go get those drugs off that dude for me," and then he gets in the car and he's like, "Bitch with the badge, doing my bidding. It's a wonderful thing." <laughs> Shane is such a bitch in
0: this episode. He really is. He's got his whole plan is basically they're gonna find Angie's body and so they can stop him from releasing it. They're gonna give her like a proper burial somewhere so this won't be an issue anymore. But really, he's just buying time because he doesn't know the fuck he's doing. (laughs) He He is is so way over his head at this point. He's way over his head. (laughs) Let me see if I let's see. I had a or Dutch is just like I can't believe you're still freezing me out. And says, I can't believe you sold me
1: out. Yeah, the freeze-out sold out. Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah.
0: And it's very just, like, matter of fact. She's not even, like, mad at that point. She's just disappointed. I can't believe you sold me out. Exposed <laughs> dick. Thanks for the warning, Dutch boy. <laughs> there was that line. Yeah, because he put the sign on his desk. That was That was a great prank. Yeah. They're like the Jim and Dwight of the show. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> with guns. yep yeah. <laughs> Um, I liked her in the uh, the press conference when uh, the press is kind of asking her, like, "Hey, would you go and interrupt another baptism if there was drugs in there?" And she's like, uh, "Monica's like, I'd interrupt my grandmother's funeral if men taking dangerous narcotics off the streets our children walk on, but don't tell it to my grandma because she's still full of piss and vinegar in Tarzana." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good line yeah I don't how old see. is her fucking grandma i has gotta me. be 50
1: <laughs> at least that grandma's gotta be a hundred <laughs> yeah that's an old lady that's so old. <laughs> uh, i don't think i have any other quotes
0: yeah i think that's all i had too um i did like that they kind of when my Dutch asked Claudette about, like, that guy from Texas. He's like, how are things going with your Texas Chainsaw (laughs) Murderer? Anytime you can throw a horror movie references,
1: I I like. Uh, You know I'm in for that. Yep.
0: (laughs) I am way down. All right, let's do uh, the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award. I went with Verdees. Oh, okay. I don't know. He just, like...
1: this one was tough for a best guest star. I don't know. He yeah. He just had a good line about like, "Oh, you're gonna be eating like roadkill," and he's like, "Give me my spoon."
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was really
1: That's pretty solid. Yeah.
0: Know. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah.
1: Because he ain't giving he ain't giving Antoine Mitchell
0: up for nothing. Hell no. He'd rather he get. Bad idea for him. Yeah. yeah. At least he'll be taken care of in jail. Not just be stop. shanked first day.
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll get he'll get food, he'll get clothes, he'll get somewhere to sleep. Yep. He's not going to get a knife in the belly. Yep,
0: <laughs> he knows where his road kills buttered. Uh, I went with Rain's boyfriend that that fat guy. <laughs> I like oh, that. he was good. I almost went with that guy too.
1: Are you talking it about It was such a like? Who does yeah, the, it was like a, sub- a, the what? The guy that was, like, scrapbooking, man. Who does that? Yeah, the
0: collage guy. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, I almost went with that guy as well. Yeah, he was so, so like, laid back and, like, like lazy in his performance, but it worked. Yeah. <laughs> he had some kind of, like, I don't know what was going on over, like,
1: on his forehead. Get a big, like, yeah. dot spot or something. Or maybe, I don't know if he was just Hulu. I don't know what was going on. He had a big mark on that <laughs>
0: The way he talked was great, and was just like, yeah, he's apparently seeing some white woman, and like, oh, we were sleeping in the same bed, but the clothes were on. It was platonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, all right,
0: buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not buying that. <laughs> but he was good. I thought he was entertaining. Yeah. And, and his name was Cornelius. I checked. So that's, that's all. He's good. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you don't hear that name too often. No. Yeah. Don
1: Cornelius from uh, the Soul Train or whatever, but <laughs> all right. Well, who do you have for MVP? Well, Jank, I went back to back. I went with fucking. Uh, I went with uh, Anthony Anderson. Mitchell, huh? Yeah. Oh man, he's
0: racking he, up the wins.
1: He he he's just really good. Another just uh, he's such a great fucking villain in this episode. Yeah. He has a lot of good scenes. Definitely more of a low-key one in this episode. Like, he's not as front and center. He's not as front and center, but when he's on, he, like, he owns the episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, he owns Shane's balls at this point.
1: Yeah. What would you go with?
0: Uh, I went with Dutch. Oh, okay. Um, it's a ballsy, ballsy move to go after Vic Mackey's ex-wife. And I wouldn't say it's a smart move; it's a very dumb move on his part. But uh,
1: oh, it's so you got
0: to admire the chutzpah. <laughs>
1: yeah, he does have he does have nuts for going for that. But all right.
0: Yeah. So I mean, for for the drama of the show, it's it's good to see. <laughs> Not for you know smart move in his life, but for people watching the show, dynamite. So I see over on Twitter,
1: Kazzy... David reveals the story behind her breakup with Pete Davidson. Who the fuck is Cassie David? Oh, daughter of Larry David. Oh shit, really? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty, pretty, pretty sad. (laughs) Pete Davidson is
0: very sad. Oh yeah. 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 He seems like he always is, but he'll be banging out someone way higher than him in a week, I'm sure. Yeah, because I, I think he was banging out Kate Beckinsale for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking yeah, kidding me? He's secretly been banging like everyone in Hollywood somehow. I don't know how. But, but he's still sad. I'm sad. He's Working his way through. <laughs> he's sad about it
1: though. I fucked Kate Beckinsale. I got a good job. I, I make a lot of money. I, I, I
0: make jokes on TV. I'm sad. <laughs> yeah whatever man <laughs> all right all right well it's Vendrell cup for the biggest I, fuck up is our next to me.
1: I actually think he's funny i do like p davidson
0: <laughs> yeah he's got his moments
1: yeah I, I don't know i like it you ever see the uh like they do that skit where like people are like telling him things and he just just says
0: okay Oh. no that okay. must have been long after i failed on snl
1: yeah i don't know i thought it was funny all right so what are we doing
0: the uh the vendrell cup for the biggest fuck up i went with vendrell yeah, yeah he I is went. earning that award yeah. big time still hell yeah even Army's starting to turn on him so yeah. you know he's fucking up hard <laughs> yeah
1: army's even like you're an idiot man yeah.
0: Yeah. why did i ever follow you in the first place <laughs> Not even worth that BJ. I got in the alley. No, it ain't <laughs> All right, well, let's do the dumpy award for the worst part of the episode. Well, I went with
1: Julian and like the whole like get
0: involved with the community and shit like I don't care yeah. I agree. And it seemed like his whole thing was like, oh, yeah, you know, people can't afford to fight this. And Glenn Close is like, oh, well, maybe we could start a, a you know, fund to, to pay for that type of thing. And he's just like, I, I guess. <laughs> like, this is what you wanted. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what exactly? What are your goals here? If that's not going to help, if you're mad that people can't afford it and then they're going to start a fund to help those people pay for it. What the fuck do you want?
1: Make up yeah. your mind. Julian's like the Pete Davidson of the fours. He's sad.
0: Yeah. Don't be sad, Julian. (laughs) Yeah. So I had that, and I also had some other things. Uh, Near the beginning of the episode, when they're like, you know, the auction raised $900,000, and then Danny has to, like, pipe in and be like, yeah, and the third comes to us. It's like, everyone fucking knows that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Danny's weird
0: just suck up and shit. She just wants, yeah, she wants people to, like, applaud for her for saying a third comes to us whenever it fucking knows already. Yeah, we all know, <laughs> biatch. <laughs> we were all there for that speech. Yeah, we were all there, you ass. <laughs> and then I also had, there was a a good chunk of having to hear the preacher's sermon, which if there's anything I've ha- ever hated in life, it's going to church. So <laughs> if I got to hear a preacher speaking, uh, that's going to rub me the wrong way. She is rough, you know what I'm saying? It's so boring. It's so made up. Yeah. That too. <laughs> but at least like Ninja Turtles was made up. But at least that was entertaining. Yeah, they got fucking nunchucks and stuff. Yeah. in something cool in here. Maybe
1: Jesus fights a T-Rex. If if Jesus had Ninja Stars, I'd be in church every fucking week, man.
0: <laughs>
1: he doesn't. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: He, he got, got no nothing. Si-
1: he got no sigh. He got nothing.
0: <laughs> he can turn water into wine. Big whoop. Who cares? How about you turn somebody's scalp into pudding? Can you turn milk into beer? Because <laughs> I'm down then.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so what do we got left? Like the uh, recast? Ow. Yeah, just our, just our casting
0: here. All right. <laughs> That's all we got left. Who would they be if they weren't on the shield? Um, so we're going to do Claudette. Try to figure out what band or musical artist Claudette would be. Yeah. This is hard. <laughs> this, it was. This is going to be weird.
1: Yeah. It was. Hard. <laughs> All right, you go first. I went first last
0: time. Okay, I'll do one of mine first. Um, Because the main thing I think of when I think Claudette is her, you know, unflinching morality, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, she she obviously does exactly what she thinks is right and is not going to let that go. But I couldn't really think of any bands like that because, you know, the music industry is notoriously full of, you know, people who do tons of drugs and have no morals. So I couldn't really think of anything along that line. Um, So I kind of, the closest thing I could come up with was she kind of reminds me of Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl because Jam? Because it seems like they they always had some kind of a cause, you know, like, oh, fuck Ticketmaster. We ain't going through Ticketmaster. Fuck them. Yeah. And they were just, you know, they're going after it. Or so we're not doing music videos. Fuck it. We want people to use their imaginations. So they were very <laughs> kind of stubborn, and they would pick a cause and not let it go, for better or worse.
1: All right.
0: So, yeah, that's
1: that's my first one. was Pearl Jam. All right. <laughs> I guess I can see it. I guess I can see it. Um, I got two bands. One, right. I got in the looks category, I guess. Uh, and then the other one, I got more in the personality category. All right. All right. So, when it comes to looks, if you look at Claudette, the <laughs> first band I think of is... Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I <can> see that? <laughs> I don't know
1: why. I, it has to be the braids, George George Clinton and shit. Um, but Parliament Funkadelic. If I'm just looking, at looks wise. If I'm going personality wise, she's definitely Chuck D from Public Enemy to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Man, oh boy. Like Dutch could be Dutch could be flavor flav, but she's <laughs> yes. Chucky. Like, no nonsense. Here's my message. I'm sticking up for my peoples, but I ain't fucking cute about it and shit. This is just straightforward and this is how life is and fuck it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally buy it. Yeah. Who are, you got anybody else right. to that? Yeah, uh, looks-wise, I kind of went with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I can see. I that. think they go to the same barber, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I can totally see that. Um, I went with uh, Leonard Cohen as well. <laughs> just because he's very... He always, even when he was younger, like seemed older than he was, and just always seemed old and wise and just kind of talking about shit. No matter what he would, it was more like talking than singing. But you'd hear it and you're like, "Oh yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's very wise." <laughs> Even if he I, wasn't, I'm, I I'm not familiar if he was with not.
1: Leonard Cohen because I'm not 77 oh, years old. Shit. I, I'm looking him up. Like, okay, so I see. Like, you would watch
0: Pump Up the Volume, you would know. Pump up. He the had a vol- couple songs in uh, Natural Born Killers
1: too. Ooh, Am I Iller? Am I Iller? Am I Iller? Hell yeah. Then a natural born killer. <laughs> Are you talking about Dr. Dre and Ice Cube?
0: No. Oh, you yeah.
1: talking <laughs> Oliver Stone and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. yeah. Julia Lewis. I love that movie. Me too. It's oh, really? one of my favorite fucking
0: movies.
1: It's really good.
0: It's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, Mickey and Mallory Knox.
0: Yeah, and then I had one more uh, for Claudette. Um, If there's one thing that her shower scene last last season proved, it's that much like Jermaine Stewart, when it comes to Claudette, we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. (laughs) 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 We don't have to. So please keep them on. (laughs) Clothes off have <laughs> a
1: good dancing party all night and drink some cherry wine. Some cherry
0: wine. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to like that. Uh, nah. I haven't heard yeah. that in a lot of years. <laughs> Who sang that? All the That's pretty impressive. Uh, Jermaine Stewart.
1: Jermaine Stewart. God damn. If I had one million guesses, I would never come up with that name.
0: <laughs> that's a tough
1: one. Yeah, that was pretty much it for him. Yeah, never heard of the dude. I still... I
0: don't know if that's something you want to be known for. I'm the guy who's saying about not getting it on. <laughs> <laughs> Having fun with your clothes
1: on. Yeah, we're just... We're just, uh, we're just friends.
0: <laughs> Stimulate my brain. Yeah. Oh, that's not as fun. (laughs) You're stressing out, my dude. (laughs) Yes.
1: Let's read a book. (laughs) Yeah, let's read a book and we'll discuss it.
0: (laughs) How about instead of that, we just sit in and play chess tonight? Oh, nice. (laughs) I want you to try to beat me. Yes. Only then will I give you the sweet, sweet peen.
1: (laughs) Checkmate my back
0: door. all right well that's what i got for claudette nice um so i think we've hit most about everything i guess we can throw out the email address if you want to send us an email you can reach us at mackey's clubhouse at yahoo.com or go to the facebook page yeah facebook page Mm -hmm.
1: i realized we didn't give the ad or the email out on the
0: last episode Yeah, I usually only give it on the Wednesday one, just because it's like, who needs to hear it that many times? (laughs) Yeah, because I'll be
1: honest with you people, (laughs) you're not emailing, so it doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I I get sick of that on podcasts. If you're listening to a bunch of episodes in a row and you have to hear the same shit over and over again, you're just like, yeah, I'm sick of this.
1: (laughs) You know what else I don't like on podcasts is every once in a while, like, they'll they'll just read, uh, like, their Patriot supporters'
0: names. Oh, yeah. Freaking Office eight. Ladies is terrible with that. Like, oh, we got the same question from 75 people. I'm going to read all of their names right now. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Hannah B. <laughs> Hannah H. <laughs> Hannah C.
1: <laughs> Sarah. Mallory. Natalie. <laughs> Stephanie. They all wanted to know, was that improv?
0: <laughs> what a genius question.
1: Actually... <laughs> Actually, I was going to do that this week. I forgot all about it. Now that you brought that up. But I was going to tell you that I got an email from somebody, and then I was going to say they wanted to know, hey, last week on the show when you said this about Vic, was that improv or did, did you put that <laughs> out? But I, I forgot. I drink a lot of alcohol, and then I forget about things.
0: That's so good.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I love all right, so <laughs> – Next
1: week, Jank, we're we're about at the halfway point of this season, too. I think this is only like a – this is only a 13. Yep. Yeah, so, we're just about there. Yeah, we're getting there. We're it's rolling. really heating up. Yeah.
0: I want to say that, like, not the Monday episode next week, but the Wednesday episode will be a real big turning point for this season. Like, this is the one that they kept showing a lot of commercials for. Like, oh, shit, you're not going to want to miss it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> all right. It's kind of all been building towards this. Nice. So, there be some good stuff next week. We might have to do another reenactment. In fact. Uh oh. We'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I guess until next week. Bye, motherfuckers. Bye. Here says it does. He wants to know what your mom is putting in the cold muffin.